Toby, are you ready? Are you ready? Little Toby. Something about something tastes like juicy fruit. Slow it down, slow it down. Well, I don't know why this <laughs> does this every time. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have to, you have to, you know. But I, there's a Every setting. time? But every yeah. time? I'm, I'm sure I can set it to not do that yeah. every time, but. It yeah. resets. It Funny. resets. Every fucking time. Well, hello, Davey. Hello, people. Hello, Toby. Hello, people. <laughs> All right. How are we doing today? We're, this is episode four now. Wow. And what we're doing is we're breaking tradition month. now. We're, we're going against everything we've done in the first yeah. three episodes. We feel like, you know, you guys know us now and you've, you, you've, you've, you've come to know our eccentricities and our, our little, our little, little, little quirks. Yeah. Little quirks and, and, and we'll get back to stories. Well, there will be other stories yeah. that come up. But Our plan is to bring in like some some close friends and kind of yeah have a few guests. And yeah, and tell tell personal stories with those people. Um, but today we're doing our first our first topic. Our first yep. topic that I have chosen. Toby doesn't know what it is, and I'm going to give him four choices four, okay. to guess. You get you get an A, B, C, and a D, and the D is not all the above, so you don't get to do that here. I told you that was my thing. Yeah. yeah. I think I could win if I picked them all, right? Yeah. That's, yeah, you could I guess that's how you it get works. 4%. But that does not work on the SAT. Or like 25%. I mean, yeah. Um, but I think we're going to start off with a little bit of headlines from the news, I guess. And and also before that, uh, let's see. Today we're drinking. We're going to be doing a little bit of a uh, compare and contrast. So, we've got um Jekyll Brewing from Alpharetta, Georgia. We're uh, doing their hop, hop dang diggity. If you guys can see that, go try it out. How does it taste so far, Toby? I haven't even cracked oh, mine. It. And Toby's had a fucking IPAs. pre-podcast beer yeah, already. Course. Damn. Gotta loosen up a little bit. Um, and then we've also got uh, Founders Brewing. Um, and it is the Azaka India Pale Ale. Yeah, so we'll be trying that as well. Yeah. Um, and what are we smoking? Oh, we got uh, OG Kush today. Um, a little bit of shadow leftover. Not sure of the strain. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I will keep up on that. Yeah. That one's a leftover. That's a, yeah, some, some leftover shatter for your Saturday afternoon. Yeah. We record these on Saturdays. We post them on Wednesdays, but... That doesn't fucking matter to you. Doesn't matter to wants, them. Yeah, who wants I don't to give be, a shit. Yeah, this is a Saturday kind of gig, though. It's nice. So we could not do this on a Wednesday. There was that fucking pop again. What the fuck yeah, is happening? I don't know where those coming from. Um, I, I might. Bring- well, okay. So I wanted to talk about uh, my theme for the news stories is stalkers. Okay, okay. so I have a few different uh, stalker. Things that I read up on quick. And uh, one, I'm going to start with the most recent. Um, you may have heard this in Phoenix. There was a woman, she met a man on the um, 
It's a website like farmers only, but it's like millionaires only. Oh shit! So it's like women go to find and be a housewife. They're basically like buying housewives. Okay, you know, kind of thing. All right. And she went on there, and I mean, not not uh, to be hateful, but <laughs> like I see why um, it didn't work out. Okay, yeah. Well, do you think she but, catfished? Was she catfishing or? Well, no. They, well, they end up going on an actual date, which was okay. surprising. So it's it's kind of like Tinder for millionaires. The millionaire yeah. should probably just be using Tinder because, mm-hmm. like, you'd think on a millionaire dating site that, like, be you're just asking diggers. for trouble. There's like, no good women. What's up? Good I'm good a millionaire. Women. Yeah. No, it doesn't work like that. You'd be better off going to somewhere where millionaires hang out. Or a bar. To Boca. whatever. Boca Raton. Mm. Or to the Bahamas. Well, anyway, they went on one date. Mm. And then uh, he stopped seeing her. He didn't like what he saw, you know. <laughs> whatever. And then within the next year and a half, she had sent the equivalent of 65,000 text messages. Within him. how long? Uh, a year and a half. Within a year and a half. So that's... I don't know if I've ever sent that. I, don't, I think I've probably sent a quarter of that, maybe, yeah. in my entire life, well, you, you know? Get, oh, so do you think it's all, all of them are all like crazy bitchy or some of them are just like... Like one heart, and then like making a triangle out of hearts in the fucking in the text oh. bubbles. Like one <laughs> so, heart, well, two hearts. Like I suppose at first, I'm sure it was loving because it seemed like she just talks about this guy like she like they've known each other forever and they were soulmates and like they'd been together in other lives and other bodies they had known each other and stuff. So like mm. she just seems kind of psycho a little, you know? And uh, yeah. And she'd get about 500 is what's her average, like on a day, two, two to 500 That's so much. Hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you yeah. doing? Are you thinking about me? And then, I'm thinking about you, obviously. <laughs> obviously. I mean, <laughs> like, why would I do this? Like, I don't know, understand why I would text you so much and if I didn't say if they love fucked. you. I wonder, you okay. know, I assume they fucked, right? For her to get that attached? Or is it just I, the money? You'd think it'd be just the fucking millionaire thing because it's like, they're after something. But why she would just yeah. cling to him, I don't know. Yeah, go back on the website. Find right? another millionaire. Hmm. Maybe this it. guy's just special. Maybe he's gotten the got the golden donger. Yeah. I don't know. So, okay, so they started, they started out loving, you know, like, just every day. What you doing? Come on. That kind of thing. And eventually he got up, of course, like, uh, if you ever leave me, I'll kill you. And, of course, he's like, what do you mean, leave you? Like, we are not together. That's insane. That's crazy. And, you know, it was like, like I don't want to be a murderer. It's like, told him he was, she was going to wear his body parts and bathe in his blood. And she told Fucking him if he man. ever blocked her, that she would move to where he moved. Holy shit. And he blocked her. So oh, no. she moved to where he moved. And which I guess was Phoenix is where where it ended up being. I don't know where she was from originally, but so from then on, she just started showing up at the house. Her, the security cameras would have like she'd come in when he left and take a bath in his bathtub, and she'd leave knives around, and she would always have one in her car. They found a bunch in her car, and so she was like preparing to stab him. Oh my and, god! And the and the see, it's weird to me. She had the she had the knife and said she was gonna bathe in the blood, and then took a bath in his house. You know what I mean? <coughs> Ooh. That's a little weird. Fucking hell. Anyway, so that one's Holy being... Shit. That one's the most recent one. This was in... Uh, they met in January last year, and it's and it she just got arrested like a few days ago, or maybe God a week. Damn. So that's been going on, and so I wanted to talk about that one first, and then what it led me to was a few other ones that I thought... They were, they were about or around the same time, 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. About stalkers that... Uh, see, the police 
Oh, but, we're just going new. We're not even doing current news. We're no. just we're well, these, just these hopping. are a few that I think right. are, are somewhat related because they uh, it shows how the police took it differently in different times. Like there okay. were no stalking laws twenty years ago. Oh, and so twenty and thirty years ago, stories of stalking turn out different than they do now. It's like right. now the first time she was in the house, yeah. and he had evidence to prove because text messages don't didn't used to mean anything like. And emails right. or whatever that's, it was. That's inadmissible. Like, yeah, there's nothing they can do about it. And they, uh, I don't know, police back then, especially with women, just wouldn't believe them. And there was seriously so many reports of like some fucked up ones that they were just like, well, you better get yourself a better boyfriend, shit like that. And it's like, no. Oh, that's but, so fucked. <laughs> but this one, just to brief over these next two, um, this one was, uh, they call it Dr. Ramsey. It was about this mm. man who, uh, he was, was a he British? Supposed, was it a Dr. Ramsey? I'm not sure. Well, that was Stabbing a... That wasn't his real name. Stabbing the gums with me screwdriver. Yeah. That's what it is. That wasn't his real name. He, uh... Oh, he... Oh. He was kind of like a... He was a borderline pedo, you know? Is he found the, these girls when they're really young. He found this one okay. girl, and I don't know... He wasn't her doctor... But he he would approach her and talk to her about like if they needed if her parents needed a new physician, and you know if they uh, she's about to be a big girl so she's about to change doctors but she can still come see him and but that wasn't their real doctor, you know what I mean and holy fuck. so she would find him and then it just escalated and escalated and then he uh, you know started stalking the sister as well and there so oh, no. many fucked up stories. This girl's writing a book about it that she, that went Shit. through this. And uh, they would, you know, it'd be like they were up late at night and like look out the window. Seriously, him standing there, like turn back around, he's gone. And he was always around. He would call and threaten the parents that he was going to kill the daughters and ruin their lives and stuff like that. And uh, he uh, he would tell them like if the son answered and said, "My dad's here," you better not say anything. He'd be like, "No, your dad left ten minutes ago. I know it's only you and your two sisters in the house." No. And, and so he was always no. watching every day. He would call. Oh. Say he was in the house and he would always be around and show up. And so anyway, to sum up, there's a lot more fucked Holy up things. Shit, Toby, that's to, crazy. To jump ahead, um, one morning they woke up and their dog, their golden retriever, was hung off of their balcony. And the police disregard. See, multiple times they come to the police with stories of like these people are trying to kill my daughters, having evidence and things like that. And they they said they couldn't do anything about it because they didn't have any laws. Oh fuck! On it, and apparently and the dog, it's not illegal to kill dogs. Yeah, so there was nothing they could do. Fuck. All they had was a fake name and a vague fuck. description. You know, they didn't even know where he lived. Or so he, he was. was probably he wasn't even a doctor. Mm-mm. He just showed up it. there like in a fucking lab coat. And like Trying was to trick just a kid like or something. Those kids, but he didn't want to. He, he would come back and talk to. Him. He never kidnapped him. Do you see what I'm saying? So he didn't want. He wasn't like pedophile. He was just insane. He wasn't. Yeah, he wanted to hurt this family. Like yeah. he, maybe he saw him and the their yard was too perfectly cut and they had yeah. that picket fence. And He's he was like, like, oh, Fuck I just want to ruin people. them. Yeah, holy shit. So anyway, he killed the dogs. Yeah, <laughs> he that's so the fucking dog. That's off so the side fucked. of the porch. Jump ahead, still they still can't do anything. And then the last night she she remembers seeing him was a night that she saw her his dad. You know her dad was fucking going insane from getting all these things, and he was sitting in the gun or sitting with a gun in the kitchen waiting on sitting in the gun with the kitchen. (laughs) And that was the last night she saw the supposed Doctor Ramsey, and uh, she's apparently trying to put this book out. So I guess Mm -hmm. she's going to tell what actually happened. Yeah, it's a lot of speculation on whether uh, her dad because her dad's still alive. 
but he was uh, he went missing after then and was never seen again. So her like dad? There's, no, the, or the, Dr. the Dr. Randy. Dr. So maybe her dad was Dr. Ramsey. Well, no, I don't. That personality. There's a lot of speculation they killed him. You know, because he had the okay. gun out that night. That was the night he was coming, and then you know told her to leave. Like the neighbors said, they heard noises, shit like that. So I don't know. I, maybe she'll tell more. Well, fucking hopefully, because that's just fucking. Oh man, I don't know what else would make him go. The only other thing would be he like saw the the dad and was like, oh shit, this is too serious. He's gonna kill me, and skips town or something. And he's you know didn't. But have if his you real do name. that, and then you if but, you do all those things, like I'm gonna show up, I'm gonna kill you, I'm gonna kill your family, I'm gonna take your daughters, <laughs> like yeah, what that's the like, and then you still have the balls to show up. I don't really think you're afraid. Yeah, right. Of what they're gonna do. So something happened and the dad's still alive. I and just guy, so, I keep imagining him like rolling up still in a fucking think, white lab coat, doctor yeah. style. Like I no, don't I don't think that any jury would convict that father. Holding up a stethoscope he, to your window at night. If he admitted like thirty years later that he'd strangled him to death, I don't think any jury would convict even try. They'd be like, Good for you, yeah, man. That was we, a fucked up dude. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go. W T G to move uh twenty years before then. This one's going to be real quick. Just to run over... So wait, what year would this be? Uh, let's see. 20, 20 years before. How many years ago? 90s. So like 70s, like late mm. 70s. But this one, I just want to brief over and kind of show the difference of like how differently they take it. Yeah. How differently the public and uh, police take stalking as a much more serious case. They can put people in jail and convict them quicker right. from texts and emails and weird things like that. Oh, yeah, because that, that shit's real now. And everybody's so sensitive now. Yeah. But I do have one thing. There was a, I remember hearing this this story or like watching something about this. It was a doctor thing. This is what I thought you were talking about. It's a it's a doctor that, uh, that had taken, uh, he became infatuated with one of his patients. Yeah. And he took her body after she died and like mummified her almost and mm. like kept her in his bed and like he would make love to the body that he had wrapped in like paper mache yeah so it's like a decaying body why like, was he yeah that's necrophilia then right that's, oh yes yeah that's fucked oh goodness yes it don't matter if it's <laughs> a pinata now <coughs> oh anyway Sorry. That's so, just... To brush over the last one, just to show the difference, uh, this one was in uh, London. Mm. And uh, so basically, this uh, similar story about a guy stalking a girl since she was underage. So he had been watching her and her family for a long time. And eventually, you know, he would, he would never do anything inappropriate at first. He was just stalking her, following yeah. her everywhere. You know, nothing nothing murdery, nothing weird like that. It just kind of looked like a kid that was into a younger kid too much, mm -hmm. you know? But as, as they grew up, uh, he, you know, he'd get more, tell, you know, try to video himself killing himself, you know, and like cut himself and uh, send them to her and stuff like that just to show he was serious about her, I guess, at this point. He's I so deep so in much. it. Yeah. Oh, man. And so eventually her mistake was to eventually falling into it when she was in her 20s. And she eventually said, yeah, that she would, uh, you know, that she would go out with him and stuff. Because, because again, at this point, he hadn't, like, been like, I'm a murder, you know, I'm going to yeah. murder you. He was just 
a he was an emo kid. Mm. You know, yeah. It's like everybody. If you're in your twenties, you get that. It's like everyone's stressed when yeah, they're a teenager. Just, mm, yeah. Just, mm, if you and, don't love you know, me, I'll just die. And maybe I'll she felt burn. bad for him. She's like, I'll go on one date with him. You know, it's like just to get this guy because she didn't know. Yeah. She was naive and didn't understand that he was going to turn into something else. You know. Mm. But anyway, so after the date, I can fix he gets, him. She doesn't want to be with him anymore and breaks up. Of course, like didn't work out. Similar one as the first one. One date and it they it drove him crazy because they were yeah. already in love before they met and then they got and to see it, him close and yeah. then. And I think that they must have fucked always. That's the thing they fucked. Oh. And so he turns into the other the other side, you know, the saying he's gonna kill himself and throw acid in her face and make her not beautiful and like. Uh, just all this weird shit, ruin her life, you know. God damn. And again, the police would not do anything. The family were going in with uh, all this, all this like hard evidence that this guy was about to hurt their daughter, and they couldn't do anything because they, they well, one, this was the one that they said, uh, you better find yourself a nicer boyfriend because she said she went out on a date with him. And but that's still like she went on a pity date right. with him to get her off her back, and she he went psycho. So. It's just, I, you know, I don't, I still don't blame the girl for going on a date with someone that's been in love with you since high school kind of thing. Yeah. Because she wasn't a ton older than her. She was, she was only like a four or six mm. years at most, you know, something like that. They were close age. I can't remember exactly. Four to six years. That's yeah. not super close at all. Like two well, or three years. Well, once she gets in her close. 20s, it's not that bad. But right. they but didn't like when she at was At one underage. point, like exactly, that's when it's weird because he if, she's under, if yeah. she's underage <laughs> and it's four to six years. That's when he liked her. It was, yeah. was when it was weird. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so that just, you know, kept escalating and, uh, one night was was a night he was uh, cutting himself and stuff like that and calling her and, you know, saying he was going to kill himself and all that stuff. So she let him come over, but with her family in the house because she felt like he was going to kill him. You know, at some point, they've talked so much that I guess she actually feels for this person. It's right. Like, and so she lets him come over. She feels responsible to decision. It, right? <laughs> oh, shit. What so happens? she Tell wakes me. up being kicked across the room, gets knocked out, Wakes up, slumps over the bed. Don't get too weird. <laughs> with him chopping his wrists off with with meat cleavers. So he's uh, he's sawing through his arm, chopping his arm off. And uh, so she wakes up. Then he goes. Then he goes to her. He stabs her in the neck. Uh, she has bleeding in her brain. She had a, a lacerations on her chins. A uh, bunch of torn tendons, broken arm, stuff like that, and so they made. Finally, the police were like, "Okay, we, you know, try to put a restraining order." He and lived. Try to separate the, yeah, through, and they yeah. both lived. They both. What happened lived. to her parents? Now listen, listen. The <laughs> <laughs> parents were freaking out, but anyway, what they're just the girl, watching. They're like, "Oh no!" I don't know, dude. I don't know. See, it didn't say anything because she said she was gonna have her family over. But oh so what God. I think was that she she said that to make him feel like he couldn't do anything. Right, but. There he really wasn't. Maybe her brother out. was there or something, you know. Oh my gosh. Something like that. But anyway, Holy shit. the end of that one is that she finally gets better, goes back to work. Three days after she got back to work, stabs her to death. He's, he, did, he got out of jail because he lived and went to jail. And he got out of jail just before she recovered and then went and killed her. And then they they put him back in jail for life. But what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, way to she protect had, she her. Already, yeah. Fuck. Oh my god. Holy shit. Like a restraining order doesn't mean shit if they don't fucking you know that's, that's, watch them and oh, stay man. on them. 
But God, yeah. I just wanted to show how drastic of a difference and how drastic stalking can be and how different we take it now. I know oh, it's yeah. a weird topic. Well, thank but... you for that public service announcement, Toby. <laughs> I know. That was weird. Take I'm that trying shit out seriously, everyone. Yeah, just... help the community. <laughs> walk your friends home at night and don't let them... Oh, my God. People are fucking crazy, yeah. man. That's the end all. People are fucking crazy. Yeah. All right. Give me my most okay. All right. So we're gonna get into the topic <coughs> for this week. Um, so we're gonna see if Toby can choose it out of these four choices. Now I, get, I don't get any hints or anything. It's gotta be like millionaire. It's, it's like I it's get a question and then I have four answers. So you can't. No. How am I supposed to even know? <laughs> I'm this. So this is a crapshoot. It's kind of a crapshoot. Okay. Um. Okay, so I guess the question would be, Toby, what <laughs> do you think is the, the topic, topic of this episode? Okay. Hmm. A? Uh, well, let's see. Is it A, Springheeled Jack, the rapey frog hopper of 1830s England? Rapey frog hopper. Hmm. Mm. Okay, go on. Okay. B, moon landing conspiracies. Did we really mm. land on the moon or was it all just a load of moon rocks? Now see with the with the rapey one, I'm like that that one's a throw off. You're trying you to think spin that me was on a throw that off? one. Uh, maybe that's why it's genius to make that one the topic hmm. and make the other ones more serious. You never know. And then the moon conspiracy thing, I'm like, nah. Uh, I don't feel like it's that because like okay. I don't know. I just I just feel like that's that's not where you're gonna go. Okay. I don't feel that one. Let's go. Keep okay. Going. C. Franklin D. Roosevelt's twin and what happened to him? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Well, see, that one has some potential because I don't even know. I didn't even know that is that. No, he didn't have a twin. That's a lie right from the game. Maybe that's another throw. Hmm. Or okay, is what's it? D? D. How the theory of relativity relates to birth defects and lapsed timelines. Now, do we really want to talk about birth defects? <laughs> I guess it's the question there because lapsed timelines, maybe the birth defects is there often. That's the one. Because we would talk about last timelines. Hmm. And that's some fucked up choices. Really? All right. So, would you like a recap of the choices? Quick. Okay. A, Spring-Heeled Jack, rapey frog guy. <laughs> B, moon landing conspiracies. C, Franklin D. Roosevelt's twin, Herschel. Or D, how the theory of relativity <laughs> relates to birth defects. And t- <laughs> How did you even make that the that's prank? <laughs> Dude, that shit's funny. Oh my god. Okay, so I'm gonna pick the one I, I suspect the wait, no. It's never the one you suspect the most, and it's never the one you suspect the least. It's one of the Which middle. one are you just kinda like whelmed at? Yeah. Um D. D. How the theory of relativity relates to birth oh, defects and lapse <laughs> timelines. Okay, no, wait, what was C then? Franklin D. Roosevelt's twin and what Damn happened it. to him? I feel I feel sketch about all of them. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna pick the one I suspect the least. I know this isn't the best decision, but mm. moon conspiracies. You're correct. Good job. Ah! Good job. <laughs> all right. Yes. The topic for this the week detective. is true or false, Toby. We landed on the moon. Do you okay. have any? Do you have any thoughts about the moon landing? Do you even know which which mission is like most widely disputed? Most widely disputed as making it to the moon. Is it like yeah. the, one of the journeys? Well, what do you or, like when you think of moon landing conspiracies? One of the challenges, like what or you, one of the Apollos, or one of those big. Missions. They were they were pretty well all Apollos. Yeah, yeah. The challengers, the ones that exploded, 
And then, Unfor- <laughs> yes. Unfortunately, yes. Those go boom, go bye bye. I should have made, yeah, changed the model up a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Wait. Oh, yeah, let's put this in. Alright, well, I asked you a question. What do you think of, what oh. do you think, moon landing conspiracies? Yeah. Toby. Oh, I thought it was rhetorical. It's not but rhetorical. Can, okay. Um, I'm skeptical. You're skeptical. I'm skeptical. I, I watched a movie about it recently, too, and it was a, a dramatization, of course. But yeah, of course. It it brought up a lot of things that I <laughs> they can't uh, really looked like. up on. Real life. <laughs> yeah. But um, it brought up a lot of things <laughs> that I thought before when I was in high school and, like, you know, was so into conspiracy theories. Okay. <laughs> So but, you, uh, okay. So you're more of a black and white kind of guy now. You're just kind of like we went to the fucking we, moon. We got to the moon, I believe, but okay. not when they said we did. I believe that 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 we got there maybe because we were trying to beat the Russians mm-hmm. to announce it, right? Exactly. So I think maybe we we faked it, but then got there a few months later. Yeah, because we were almost there, and so I think we just put it out early. Yeah. But we did actually make Well, there are it. actually like really interesting photos of um of Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin uh doing a mock moon landing. Practice it looked like they're practicing. Yeah. But they had uh like I'm pretty sure a uh an air hangar at NASA just like made up like the the surface of the moon. Oh yeah. Um so a lot of people think that like Well that could be training too. You could write that off as training. Right? Yeah, but you could also film there. Yeah. And just <laughs> do it there. Um and say you did it. All right. The United States Apollo 11 was the first manned mission to land on the moon on July Apollo on the 20th 11. of July 1969. There have been six manned landings from the US. Mm-hmm. No other country. No other country has been able to put a man on the moon. Not Yet? So Today? I don't think anybody else has gone. No way. Yeah. I don't even believe... That's some American pretty propaganda. Sure. You think so? <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure there is, too. Um, Russia had to make it there. They, um, they were right behind us. Uh, and, I mean, like, a lot of unmanned landings. Uh, n- no soft lands happening from August uh, 1976 until December of 2013. Yeah. Do you know what a soft landing is? I thought you might want to know what a soft landing is. A soft landing is any type of aircraft, rocket, or spacecraft lander landing that does not result in damage to or the destruction of the vehicle or anything on board. So it's a hard landing if they crash. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, just all of them are hard landings. <coughs> like, just most of them are hard landings. This thing that never happens. Mm-hmm. Peacefully setting down. You just want to like float down. Like, so what do you think but, about but it's also Mars? like part of. Hmm? You think about Mars and see, I think a much. I think a lot of countries have been to a lot of other planets that they're not disclosing. I'm f- I'm fully up for like. Fucking Stargates, bro. Yeah. I want like Tesla fucking Stargates. I know they're out there. Project Pegasus, what's up? Bye bye. <laughs> Bring Tesla back um, from the dead. I know he's still alive. I know y'all got oh, him yeah. somewhere. He didn't die yeah, alone talking to a pigeon. Her motherfucker. <laughs> he was in love with pigeons. That'll be another episode. Yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about I'm Tesla and Tesla. the pigeons dying yeah. in hotel rooms. We'll make a little anime about them fucking because. That'd be interesting. Yeah, have Zena draw that one up. <laughs> Tesla fucking pigeons. It happens. Um, yeah. Something. And let's see. Uh, again, yeah, here. To date, the United States is the only country to have successfully conducted manned missions to the moon, with the last <laughs> departing the lunar surface in December of 1972. You pretty sure I mean, that's propaganda? Bullshit. All right. 
What do you think everyone, every other country... Because you know they could with technology today, right? Well, you'd think so, but why ain't nobody doing it? Well, do you think... That only explanation for that would be that we faked it and or faked it and got there and then everyone gave up on it because yeah. they only wanted it for the popularity. It's like, who cares if they've been there? You know? I don't know. Wouldn't you want to go check it out for yourself? Right? Put your own flag up there? So that's... that got to be a lie. But see, like, that that leads me into, like, like I, par- I partly want to believe this, like, just because it's, it's crazy that, like, Neil Armstrong and uh, Buzz Aldrin... Um, Met extraterrestrials on on the dark side of the moon. Yeah, yeah, I like that one. But okay, so being the only country to have manned trips to the moon, many other countries have hurled creatures of our planet into the unknown, other than humans. And here's a list: uh, the United States <laughs> has sent up a lot of things other than than people, uh, like what monkeys, we, snakes. Dude, I got you. Fruit flies, monkeys, fruit flies, mice. What are they gonna? Wasps. I know you like that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck Put off. them all in a spaceship. <laughs> send them to the moon. What are they to test how they when they explode or like what are they testing? If they survive, if they just like if they can out. survive the vacuum or in a spaceship. No, they're in a spaceship. Okay. They're in like a on a Not rocket. Shot out of it. Oh. <laughs> I imagined it being. That's my sound effect. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just imagine a fruit fly. Watch me like we've sent uh, beetles, frogs, roundworms. Because you know. You need to know what happens yeah, around right, right. space. Yeah, right? Fish. You'd think worms would invite... Tremors, bro. Why would you send a fish? It's mm. dead already. It ain't in water. You yeah. just got it strapped into an astronaut <laughs> seat. Like, Let's... Uh, sit <laughs> fish. I don't, I don't know. I don't think I want to go up to space. <laughs> Too bad. Let's see. They've also sent up uh, spiders, crickets, snails... <laughs> Sea urchins, brine shrimp, jellyfish. All, a lot of these things are should be in water. So like they well they may have set them up in aquariums. Why? And see if Why? It, see if it break. <laughs> they were just having just fun. Like, at eventually, that point. Like, they left the. I don't know. They couldn't leave the top off of it. What? Why? I don't understand. Like just to see if they can survive the G's. Like you'd think that like the G forces they would hit going out would crush whatever tank they were in along yeah. with the well that's what they were testing yeah. well no they knew they knew that they sent up fucking silkworms bees ants cockroaches scorpions yeah butterflies killed a bunch of people yeah and that's just the United States yeah that's just the United States we've got Russia and or the USSR uh, that they've sent up <laughs> dogs. Yeah. I don't Aww. like that. Like, we don't like that. Out the window? Yeah. Like, looking but, uh, at the abyss? I guess that's a nice way to go, but they don't know. Yeah. At least give them a bone to go up with. Uh, Shit. Marvel Comics has a, a Russian space dog named Cosmo. I'm yeah. pretty sure his name's Cosmo. <laughs> and, um... And he's really cool. He was at the end of the first Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's a, he's a little uh, dog in a spacesuit. That's supposed to be like hyper intelligent and uh, telekinetic. Mm. Yeah, he's cool. Uh, so they've sent up dogs. They've sent up rabbits, rats, fruit flies as well, frogs, guinea pig. Just one, not plural. They just sent up a guinea pig. You know that one's kind of sad. It's like guinea pigs get a bad rap. Yeah, because the that's the term for like someone that's gonna that a project might go wrong on. Mm-hmm. It's a guinea pig. You know, it's like we will send up one. Guinea pig. I guess the guinea pigs were Russian. guinea pigs, guinea pigs before rats were guinea pigs. 
you think is that where the term came from? Because now it's like lab rats. Yeah. And even that, it's like rats are so smart. I don't want to be your guinea pig for this experiment. Although it's like it gives them something to do. Rats, rats are rats are always like running through places, getting hurt, and finding cheese. Yeah. So like, <laughs> press that button, get if some you, cheese. Yeah. If you get them, press the button, on. get some cheese. Mm. Which button? Red button or the blue button? It's never the red button, but maybe it should always be the red button. Wait. Was the, blue, was the blue pill the one that, that brought brought you out of the matrix? Right? And the red pill went deeper? I think so. I think so. Maybe so. Or maybe... maybe but all I know is that know. there is no spoon. Mm. That's all I know. I've, I've tried that. I think I made it move a little. <laughs> just a little. <laughs> but, but I think maybe I believed in myself so much that I made myself... See it? Move. Yeah, right. Well, I mean, it's perception. There it's is all no about spirit. yeah. It's all about perception, <laughs> bruh. Uh, they've sent up mealworms, fish, newts, brine shrimp as well. Why? This it's is like, like a newt, right? I like the, newts. The U.S. Like has sent up brine shrimp. Hmm. We will also send up brine shrimp. Yeah. Keep up. Keep up with your brine shrimp and space game. And we've got cockroaches and also sexy space geckos. Sexy space geckos. Sexy space geckos. What does that mean? I think they were like geckos that were fucking in space in zero Sexy. G's, bro. Oh yeah, they set them up in couples. Sexy space That's geckos. That's a great way to go out as a gecko. I'm in space. Yeah, <laughs> geckos in space. Yeah, dude, Brad Pitt plays the gecko. Fucking, uh, let's say another Brad Pitt. <laughs> yeah, another Brad Pitt. <laughs> and he's gecko. also a gecko. Yes. It's a dual beautiful movie. Brad Pitt uh, wins an Oscar for his dual portrayal. Yeah. He's, he's his own supporting actor in that film. It's amazing. Of fucking Gecko 1 yeah. and oh, fucking yeah. Gecko 2. The Air Force Let's tries see. again. France. <laughs> we are on to France. Okay. France has sent up rats. They have sent up little girls. Little girls. They have not (laughs) sent up because apparently no one but the United States is able to put a person into a rocket ship and send it into the orbit. (laughs) I'm losing. I like it. it. I'm losing. All right. All right. So and they and they have also sent up the monkey. Yeah. (laughs) The monkey. Who is the one that smells? Why does she smell of peanut butter? No, is it her name is Monkey and she smells of peanut butter. Who's that woman? Who uh, who is the woolen bullet? That's what it is. The Mighty Boosh. Hope you guys like the Mighty Boosh. That shit is the jam. Yeah, it's the spider. Yeah, Yeah. I loved him. Yeah. (laughs) Spider loving. Yeah. Because they have eight of something. Yeah. Can you guess what it is? Yeah. That was a great character. When Spider makes love, it's Santana now. Yeah. I like that he was like secretly like on tour with Carlos. Feel the power of my fusion lick. <laughs> yeah. Um, Hell yeah! Bring the mighty boost back. Right. I saw. I saw um, Howard in a movie recently. What was it? His name's Julian. Um, yeah. Julian Barrett. Okay. It was Minehorn. Yes, yeah. Minehorn. Yeah. That was some. I am awesome Minehorn. Yeah. That's great. I'm about that shit. They need to keep working. I want to see. Uh, oh, what's his name? What's Fence's name? <laughs> Vince? Oh, yeah, that's uh, Neil, Noel Fielding. Noel Fielding. Yeah. 
He did that luxury comedy for a while, and I don't really know what he's doing now. Yeah. Um, we'll see more of them. For, for China, we have mice, rats, dogs, and guinea pigs, and I'm not doing an accent. Okay, uh, oh, good choice. Argen- <laughs> Argentina, they sent up rats and monkeys. And you think Argentina, what kind of space program does Argentina have? Yeah. Catapult. What? Yeah, it's just a catapult. The cat in the catapult. <laughs> Because it has in the name, <laughs> just like just like a, a curious <coughs> George looking monkey, just yeah. like in a catapult. Like yeah. what the fuck's happening? Pachow! Uh, yeah. <laughs> he made it. Yeah, <laughs> we made it to space, guys. <laughs> Put it in the newspaper. Uh, Japan also not going to do an accent. I actually don't know Frogs how big Argentina and, is. Going back to that, I don't know. Maybe it's some nice space. Program. Yeah, maybe Argentina's got a nice space program. Know. And Iran again, don't know what kind of space program. They Iran got some have. of the best fucking physicists in the world. Though, I believe that. Like, so, they, so why don't we hear about their space programs yeah. and their space achievements? Because they're getting paid to work on, on you know what. Let's mm. <laughs> <laughs> get that shit. <laughs> <shift. laughs> Uh, and yeah, Iran has set up m- mice, uh, turtles, worms, and a turtles. Monkey. They've been sending up no, turtles. The whole world lies on the back of a turtle, don't we know? Yeah. And, we want to and what's under that turtle? Another fucking turtle. <laughs> and don't you ask what is under that next turtle because you know the answer. It's turtles all the fucking way down. <laughs> that shit is funny. All right, so all these things I've told you. That sounds believable. Yeah, I mean, like all of these things. You think you think that okay? So turtles on top of turtles. Yes, we're we're deeming that that's in the realm of possibility. So I posit to you for your further inspection and interpretation. Mm-hmm. What if all of these things, the Apollo Eleven? What if it was all bullshit, Toby? Then what the hell have we been doing? That's my know. question. Then. You think that that's what we've been doing, <laughs> but why is everybody fucking with Elon Musk now? Muskies. Oh, because he was getting some... And see, uh, NASA got cut off by the government. They're not mm-hmm. government-funded, remember? Mm-hmm. And they went private, and then they got government-owned again. And Elon Musk has, what, SpaceX? Yep. And he's trying to combat... NASA. He shot a car into space that has yeah. a... Have you seen it? That's have you been to the live stream? It's, it's a live stream yeah. that just continuously goes. Oh, really? No, yeah, I you can watch it on YouTube, just the live stream of this <sighs> fucking... crazy. Is, dude in a Tesla it, in space. Is, is he... Is he uh, just a, a little bit A lot of people think he's the world's... Again. Because he called it Tesla, his car company? Yeah. Does he think he's Tesla? Because he reminds me know. of him, but now that he mentioned it, it's yeah. like, no. Well, <laughs> what if he's like the world's first supervillain? Well, not the yeah. world's first supervillain. Let's not forget Hitler. He was, he yeah. was and he again, he he's not have, the world's first well, supervillain. He did have a lot of he was uh, a psychological control, but he didn't have technical. He didn't have like oh, what they were working on crazy technology. Now. Yeah, if we didn't bomb, if we didn't bomb certain sites, they would have fucked. They would have fucked us up, man. Yeah, like Hitler. Hitler was close. I like fucked. Hitler, I like it. <laughs> I know I shouldn't say I like anything about the Nazi party, but they fucked with acid. And they, I think that hypnotism is cool if it's used appropriately. I think right. they used all these cool things, all these psychological control things. Remember Men Who Stare at Goats, like that yeah. same shit. Like They studied a lot of really interesting things that could help people and just use them for the opposite reason. Yeah. But, so they actually helped... In a way, further, especially a after these, we these, we did, oh, uh, I think it was Operation Paperclip, where we brought over all of these Nazi scientists oh, and, and switched 
we 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 wiped their um wiped their records clean and gave them new identities as long as yeah. they worked for the government. Yeah. Yeah. What well, but see Fucking were they working on people. good things then? Yeah. Well or they're working on the same They're working areas, on whatever the like, government wanted them to again, work on. Yeah, you think know. that's good things? You think that's Probably all good not. things? No. Probably not. Never yeah, what? Twenty percent. Twenty percent is enough for a front. Like eighty percent of your life can be evil, and you can still be deemed a good man as long as you're twenty percent publicity. I mean, I'm not saying right, you know? that like. So who knows? Everything that the government does is malevolent. I'm not saying everything yeah. they do is evil, but we only know about probably like thirty, forty percent well, what actually goes on. People, I feel like people forget that the government is filled with people like fucking you. Mm-hmm. People like you are in the government, and you're fucked up sometimes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you make stupid decisions. Those are the people that are making big decisions. Or people like you that wake up pissed some days mm-hmm. and want to, you know, like that's the problem, right? I guess. So let maybe let the computers run. It's like maybe give it to them. Yeah, you know it's coming. Maybe let's just throw it a few years early, give it to them, or let's take it back a few years early and kill them. But something drastic needs to happen. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, what we're going to talk about now, like the origins of like where the moon landing <laughs> like, conspiracies have come from. All right. We're going to get back the on compu- track. We're going through computers like, oh, shit. Say what? <laughs> they know right away. Yeah. Well, whatever. I don't give a shit. Um, let's see. Okay. An early and influential book about the subject of a moon landing conspiracy, We Never Went to the Moon, America's $30 billion Swindle, was self-published in 1976 no by Bill Casey. Despite having no knowledge of rockets or technical writing... How did he get this information? Was he working, working with them? Or, like, how did he get the information? Let me see. Despite having no knowledge of rockets or technical writing, Casing, a former U.S. Navy officer with a Bachelor of Arts in English, was hired as a senior technical writer in 1956 by Rocketdyne, the company that built the F-1 engines used on the Saturn V rocket. He served as head of the technical publications unit at the company's propulsion field laboratory until 1963. That sounds fun. Propulsion fields. Yeah. Is that little is that like gravity orbs? That's what it sounds Propulsion like. Propulsion fields. Casing's book made many allegations and effectively be- and effectively began discussion of the moon landings being faked. The book claims that <laughs> um the the book claims that the chance of a successful man landing on the moon was calculated to be 0.0017%. And that, despite close monitoring by the USSR, it would have been easier for NASA to fake the moon landings than to really go there. <laughs> In 1980, the Flat Earth Society accused NASA of faking the landings. The Flat Earth Society? Yeah. No, wait, what? You know, you know about them. People, you know people that a, still, still believe that? Yeah, that the Earth is fucking flat. Well, I don't believe it's round either. But we were also wrong. saying that the the, the 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 whole Earth was on the back of a turtle on top of a turtle on top of the whole turtles all the way down. Well, first of all, a circle is a, a definite line, mm-hmm. which we obviously know the Earth isn't. Definite lines because of our different many great mountain ranges on mm-hmm. here on Earth. Come visit whenever you have the chance. Right. We should make Earth commercials like they make California commercials. Come right. visit Earth. Earth. Come on down. It's new and improved. 
<laughs> we got bigger bombs, more racists. <laughs> it's exciting. We'll probably try to kill you when you get here, but hey, you should still probably try. Some Looking of us aren't that many bad. bitches. <laughs> Come, t- I'm Morgan Freeman. <laughs> we should all, yeah. yeah. Damn, he is a favorite of yeah. ours. And I'm Liam Neeson. Come to Earth. Come see a beach. I'll probably get me back my family. Ooh. All right, let's Ooh, see. These- um, in a moment. Get through a bit. In 1980, the Flat Earth Society accused NASA of faking the landings, arguing that they were staged by Hollywood with Walt Disney. Sponsorship based on a script by Arthur C. Clarke and directed by Stanley Kubrick. Now, are, you, are you familiar with that? Dude, I, that was in that movie I watched recently. Yeah. That Stanley Kubrick was the one who... Oh, my God. See, right? that, that blew my mind. Yeah, he that's would do like so my great, favorite. Though. That is my favorite. Um, folklorist Linda... D- Linda... Linda Deff, it's D-E-G-H, yeah. I'm sorry, Linda, uh, suggests that writer-director Peter Himes' 1978 film Capricorn One, which shows a hoax journey to Mars and a spacecraft that looks identical to the Apollo craft, yeah. might have given a boost to the hoax theory popularity in the yeah. post-Vietnam War era. She notes that this happened during the post-Watergate era, when American citizens were inclined to distrust official accounts. Mm. Uh, Linda writes, The mass media catapult these half-truths into a kind of twilight zone where people can make their guesses and sound as truths. Mass media have a terrible impact on people who lack guidance. In A Man on the Moon, first published in 1994, Andrew Chaikin mentions that at the time of the Apollo 8's lunar orbit mission in December 1968, similar conspiracy ideas were already in circulation. Um... Let's see, uh, conspiracists and their contentions. You want to hear about some some different conspiracy theories? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Um, so after casing, moon landing conspiracists in, include like the, these kind of people. These kind of people started to come out uh, out of the woodwork. Uh, Marcus Allen, uh, the he's a British publisher of Nexus, who said photographs of the lander would would not prove that the United States put men on the moon, and getting to the moon really isn't much of a problem. The Russians did that in 1959. The big mm. problem is getting people there. He suggests that NASA sent robot missions because radiation oh. levels in outer space would be deadly. A variant of this idea has it that NASA and its contractors did not recover quickly enough from the Apollo 1 fire, and so all the early Apollo missions were faked, with Apollos 14 or 15 being the first real missions. Hmm. That's a good one. Right? That one seems plausible because, yeah, like... Yeah, getting people to survive after being there is more of the problem than actually getting a machine there. Yeah. And so it makes sense that a lot of people have been there but not stepped on it. I don't know. Right? Well, he's like, he's like, it's not hard to get there. He's like, you can get there, but it's like, how are you going to get them on there? It's like, it's it's difficult. You can't really. It's like, and, and so the Apollo 1 fire, I assume that's when it boomed, like before takeoff, and like, yeah. it's hard for them to recover from that. Like clean up and and getting things working again and fixed and so they faked all the other ones up until fourteen or fifteen. Hmm. Um, and then we have uh, William L. Bryan, who was a nuclear just to make them seem like they're making progress, you right? Think, or? Hmm. Well, yeah, it was to to cover their asses to to not seem weak because you got to think about that time that like it that that time in our history is like just like supercharged it's like after world war Two, but like we're going into the cold war era and like vietnam war era like around in there and like people are just trying to like to do things to like you, you boost morale of the country you also kind of like yeah 
you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're trying to you're trying to beat out the competition Damn. and also make 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 people feel patriotic and like distract them from other things going on. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, distractions get you through the day. Mm-hmm. So you got William L. Bryan, who was a nuclear engineer who self-published a book in 1982 called Moongate, Suppressed Findings of the U.S. Space Program, in which he disputes the moon's surface gravity. So he, he was like, he was like the way that it appears in the film is just not correct. Yeah. Like, he probably just, like, well, the they bounce. They would fly further away, or maybe not be able to stay yeah. on the ground. I've heard a lot about the dust. To being the, where they stepped, you know, it mm-hmm. should have been like feet tall, just dust level, so yeah. their whole leg should have been covered. Right. Uh, I don't know. MTV made fun of it. Remember in the in the front thing, like you yeah. could see the cameraman. Right. I've also heard that one before too. I don't know if that one's legit, but th- there was like an American flag or something in the reflection that wouldn't have been there. In his ma- in his mask cover or something, you know, or like a flash or something like that, <laughs> that shouldn't have occurred. It wouldn't have happened, right? Like directly bouncing off of him like that. Not I don't know. Um, we've got uh, James H. Fetzer, retired American philosophy professor and conspiracy theorist. On May second, twenty thirteen, Doctor Fetzer was interviewed by Doctor Sterling Harwood. Fetzer defended his conspiracist views that all six lunar landings were hoaxes. That's fun. Uh, David Groves uh, works for Quantech Image Processing. He examined the photo of Aldrin emerging from the lander and said he can pinpoint where a spotlight was used. Okay. Using the focal length of the camera's lens and an actual boot, he allegedly calculated Uh. using ray tracing that the spotlight is between 24 and 36 centimeters to the right of the camera. This matches with the sunlit part of Armstrong's spacesuit. Hmm. Yeah, there there are so many theories about like the all of the pictures being faked because like all of the the shadows are wacky and wonky and off like yeah. shadows in different directions, like. Hmm. And do you have something? Can you answer me something about the flag? Because I've heard a few things about that. Do you have any about the flag blowing in the wind? Um, because in a lot of the pictures, it was blowing, and some of them it wasn't. Right. And it's like, there's been disputed about either the wind speeds or whether there would be wind at all. Let's let's see. Let me get a few, through a few. Uh, David S. Percy was a TV producer, and he is also a co-author, uh, co-author along with Mary Bennett of Dark Moon, Apollo and the Whistleblowers, and co-produced of What Happened on the Moon. He is the main proponent of the whistleblower accusation, arguing that mistakes in the NASA photos are so obvious that they are evidence that insiders are trying to blow the whistle on the hoax by knowingly adding mistakes that they know oh. will be seen. Hmm. Right? That's so people are trying to like too, yeah. people are trying to like be like you need to look into this further. Look at that. Look yeah. at that little thing. Um, most of his allegations of photographic anomalies have been refuted by Doug Millard of the Science Museum in London. It seriously reminds me of the nine eleven thing, the South Park episode of it, where like uh, they d- the government didn't do it, but they wanted conspiracy spirit theories to. Sp- to spark up just so people be afraid of them a little more, you know? Right. It's like, so there's there's no fucking telling. Right, so like, they'd, they'd rather people be, like, thinking something other than what's actually fucking going on. Yeah. Yeah. There's no telling. <clears throat> and we've got this guy. We've got Stanislav Pokrovsky, a Russian, Ooh. so it's like Pokrovsky. Bro- 
don't know. Let's see. Brokowski. Yeah. Kofsky. Stanislav. I like the the Yevgeny. Yevgeny. family now. That was a very specific, almost racist <laughs> Russian. <wasn't> yeah. <laughs> He was a Russian general director of a scientific manufacturing enterprise, Project DMSK, who calculated that the real speed of the Saturn V rocket at SIC staging time was only halfway of what it was claimed. His analysis appears to assume that the solid rock plumes, the solid rocket plumes from the fuselage and, rock, and retro rockets on the two stages, uh, came to an assistant, an instant halt in the surrounding air, so they could be used to estimate the velocity of the rocket. Hmm. He, that one's really technical. <laughs> right. <laughs> Took me a second. Um, <coughs> he ignored high altitude winds and the altitude at staging, 67 kilometers, where air is about one ten thousandth as dense as the as at sea level. He claimed so it's super thin. Yeah. Super thin up there. And claimed that only a loop around the moon was possible, not a man landing on the moon with return to Earth. He also allegedly found the reason for this pro- this problems uh the in Inconel super alloy used in the F1 engine. Okay. Yeah. I heard alloy. I know. <laughs> yeah, so it's a super alloy that was used okay. to like keep the engine together and there was problems with it. So he's just like, "No, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have got you there and got you back." Yeah. There's no way. Um overall. And yeah. Bleh. I'll see you later. take a break and try this beer. Yeah, let's <laughs> <laughs> No, you can keep going. Alright, so let's see. Um, Ooh, that's hoppy as shit. Yeah? Hoppy as shit? Is it bad? No, I like it. Oh, wow. That's a lot different than this one. This one's smoother. This one's like warmer. Yeah. This one's a little more... uh, I find with IPAs and... It's a lot of darker beers. I don't mm. mind them not to be cold. Right? You know? Yeah. It it's gives kind them of a good flavor. Yeah. For like it's kind of better flavor. when they're a little more warm. Um, so now we're going to get into like some of like people's theories on like the, the motives behind okay. why we faked them. Um, let's see. Uh, the space race. <clears throat> it's a big one. Motivation for the United States to engage the Soviet Union in a space race can be traced to the then ongoing Cold War. Landing on the moon was viewed as a national and technological accomplishment that would generate worldwide acclaim. But going to the moon would be risky and expensive, as exemplified by President John F. Kennedy, famously stating in a 1962 speech that the United States chose to go because it was hard. Hoax theory debunker Philip Plate says in his book, Bad Astronomy, that the Soviets, with their own competing moon program, an extensive intelligent network, and a formidable scientific community able to analyze NASA data, (laughs) would have cried foul if the United States tried to fake a moon landing, especially since their own program had failed. Proving a hoax would have been a huge propaganda win for the Soviets. Conspiracist Bart Sibrel responded, the Soviets did not have the capability to track deep spacecraft until the late uh, until late 1972, mm. immediately after which the last three Apollo missions were abruptly canceled. So when they were finally able to see what was actually going on up there, NASA was like, "No, we're done. Yeah, we've been up plenty of times. We've been up there so yeah. many times. You guys, didn't it's even not cool know. anymore. Yeah, we're done. You guys can have yeah. it. Check up there all you want. You won't find That's us. Suspicious. Yeah, right. 
In fact, the Soviets had been sending unmanned spacecraft to the moon since 1959, and during 1962, Damn. deep space tracking facilities were introduced at IP-15 in Yusurisk and IP-16 in Evpatoria. Um, while Saturn communication stations were added to IP-3 and 4 and 14, the latter having a 100 million kilometer range. The Soviet Union tracked the Apollo missions at the Space Transmission Corp., which was fully equipped with the latest intelligence gathering and surveillance equipment. Um, uh, Vasily Mission, in an interview for the article The Moon Program That Faltered, describes how the Soviet moon program dwindled after the Apollo landings. Also, there was nothing abrupt about the Apollo cancellations, which were announced in January and September 1970 for cost-cutting reasons. Yeah. See Vietnam War. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Um, no, another one is nasty. Na- nasty. This is nasty NASA funding and prestige. It is claimed that NASA faked the landings to avoid humiliation and to ensure that it continued to get funding. NASA raised about $30 billion to go to the moon, and Kaysing claimed in his book that this could have been used to pay off many people. Since, yeah. mo- like, re- for real, like $30 million back then, you can make a badass, like, I like mean, even then. Happened. Yeah, $30 million, you can pay off whoever you want, dude. Uh, since most conspiracists believe that sending men to the moon was impossible at the time, they argue that landings had to be faked to fulfill Kennedy's 1961 goal. Before this decade is out, of landing a man on, a, on the moon and returning him safely to Earth. In fact, NASA accounted for the cost of Apollo to the U.S. Congress in 1973, totaling $25.4 billion. Mary Bennett and David Percy have claimed in Dark Moon, Apollo, and the Whistleblowers that with all the known and unknown hazards, NASA would not risk broadcasting an astronaut getting sick or dying on live television. So, like, it's just like it it had to have been. And again, like, there was no lag. There's no fucking lag in the video. It makes no fucking sense. Um, Uh the counter-argument uh, generally given to that is uh, NASA, in fact, did incur a great deal of public humiliation and potential political opposition to the program by losing an entire crew in the Apollo 1 fire during a ground test, leading to its upper management team being questioned by Senate and House Representatives space oversight committees. Like, Because already NASA was just like already kind of fucked because the first time they tried to send an Apollo up, it blew up on the ground. Yeah. Like... They were kind of already... Not ready for another disaster. Right? Um, there was, in fact, no video broadcasting during either the landings or takeoff because of technical technological limitations. Oh. Hmm. Let's see. The Vietnam War was actually a reason. Uh, the American Patriot Friends Network claimed in 2009 that the landings, helped, uh, the landings helped the United States government distract public attention from the unpopular Vietnam War. And so man landing suddenly ended about the same time that the United States ended its involvement in the war. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? What you got to say? Am I boring you with this? I should have done Spring Heel Jack. <laughs> I should have done Spring Heel Jack. Oh, Fuck. Um, no, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm really on the verge because I, I don't like to submit to ideals or sides, you know? Right. Of so, course, because you're such a bad boy. You're nonconformist. Such a bad boy. I'm a Gemini. That's the yeah. difference. I'm a Gemini. <laughs> I can't, I'm a bad boy. But I can't surely believe in anything where I'm not myself. Hmm. 
I, I would give up a lot to believe anything. So I, I, if you knew you anything know, for sure, you would know yourself. Right? Would be who cares? <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know, and there's no way to know. And I love learning, and I love different ideals, but I have no say on the matter because I don't know. Okay, I didn't see it, and anything is possible. Mm. And that's what this is teaching me. You know? Yeah. Is back where I started. I don't know shit. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, we're going to get into, like, some photograph and film oddities. Like, okay. things that are, like, disputed in there. Uh, let's see. Mechanical issues. Uh, one, the lunar modules made no blast craters or any sign of dust scatter. Uh, no okay. craters. Uh, uh, let's see. Like when they landed, they didn't have any like puffs of dust up. They should have been yeah. blowing. Let's see. Another one is uh, the second stage of the launch rocket and/or the lunar module ascent stage made no visible flame. Hmm. It was pure propane. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> the lunar modules weighed seventeen tons and made no mark on the moon dust. Yet footprints can be seen right beside yeah. them. And the dust should have been too thick again for them to make solid footprints. Like that would have had to have been thick, dense, right? And you, you know, think with the gravity, it would have kicked up. Yeah. The air conditioning mm. units that were part of the astronaut's space spacesuit could not have worked in an environment of no atmosphere. What do you mean? What was it? Can't with the air condition suit? you because it can't pull in any air. Oh yeah. There's no air. Oh. But, well, can't they pull in uh, oxygen from a tank to condition? Right. But, but it would have that to be would rapidly waste yeah. your breathing, breathing air. air. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man, it's so hot up here in this suit. I'm, I'm going to die early now. Oh, <laughs> man, I'm getting lightheaded, but I am. <coughs> I'm breezy. Oh, I'm breezy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have to choose, I guess. You, you know, either comfortable or you're about to die. I'll go out comfortable. Let's see. And again, these are all theories. I'm, I'm reading different theories that people have had. These are not my beliefs. Um, I believe they met aliens, and aliens told them just no, just don't. Don't uh, say shit. I also, about this. I also, there's also theories that the moon is hollow. There are theories mm. that the moon itself is a spacecraft. There are theories that the moon. I like that one. I like. Yeah, there are theories that we came here in the moon. Yeah, we came and to it, Earth, and it's there the as a. Uh, oh, it could be like you know how we, I believe we made up the theory that we're just uh, that our axis is at the certain at a right angle to the yeah. sun and we can barely move or be thrown out into space. Like I don't think I believe that. You don't think I that that's how that gravity something, works? Well, I, th I believe there's something throwing us into gravity, which would make sense if it was a spaceship. It'd be a oh yeah, dude, well we would technology yes. to throw us. In the right, our, uh, our planet wouldn't be right if we didn't have the moon. Yeah, so we could have brought it here, put it there to terraform yeah. the planet. Well, other planets have moons because we're too, definitely but... an invasive species. Yeah. Like I definitely like I, I I'm not quite sure if if human beings were like born on this planet. There's no um, telling. We have so much lizard and monkey in us. It's like, but also like, no why from. are we like? Uh, I saw earlier today, like um, some some guy has written. I forgot his name, and I'm sorry, guy. Um, that uh, that we're so much more advanced than all of these creatures that we've yeah. evolved with. Yeah. How? 
extra and extra that's DNA. Like that, we got a jump. We got a we a got a protein a, boost in our again, smoothie. But like our circadian <laughs> rhythms are synced up to like forty five minutes past like how long the day is here. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we never sleep properly because our natural our natural rhythm is like uh, like twenty four and for, twenty four hours and forty five minutes as opposed to like yeah. the twenty three whatever it actually is. Um, yeah, That's and weird. like we were further away from the sun. Yeah, and we get and and like you know it's yeah. yeah. There's no telling. I love that. It, see, I relate again the monkey and lizard thing. Our body. Is, is looks like it was built from a monkey, right. and our brains are mostly lizard, you know. Right. Like, and I see it as that the lizards weren't supposed to be here. It's like they say a, a an asteroid destroyed the dinosaurs. I would say it'd be the other way around. The asteroid destroyed the dinosaurs. One, one might have killed it as mm. well, but the lizard DNA is what was added to the monkey. You know, okay. and that's what meant the lizard didn't come from here. I don't right. think that monkey is what create created. That's a natural uh, growth. That's just like the highest peak of what the earth could make. As yeah. a, it, it's kind of like a disease to it though, just like us. Right. Like to that extent of a different species that's created from you right. is a parasite. You know, and that's the furthest away that bacteria could get on earth was the monkey, and then the lizard okay. I think was added. The, so you think that there was like a uh, like. An, an an alien species that like that bred. I don't us. know how they. Yeah, either bred us. I don't. You know, I don't think they f- straight fucked us because it's like right. If you were trying to advance the dog, you wouldn't stick your dick in it. You would yeah put a needle in it. Right. You know, just like we do with species of dogs, just like that. So many dogs are man made. There's only like ten, eleven breeds or something like that that are yeah. original breeds that would have happened naturally from the wolf. Right. And. Every, everything and that's why the pit bull is one of the few ones I like outside of that original breed because they're so sweet <laughs> and tough. You right. know they have they have some both characteristics, but I love those original breeds. Like uh, it's like German Shepherd, Husky, um, Dingoes are from uh, the Wolf. Uh, yeah, I, Labradors I think were like right on the line. They're very close. To original, but no original species would have short hair like that, right? You know, to survive. I don't know. Imagine people like that. I don't want to. That's how they would see you, though. <laughs> yeah, they would see you as a breed sure. of dog. But do you think like we actually came from a planet that like where all of our, uh, all of the species had like progressed at the same rate and like they were like intelligent. Intelligent would, bipedal. See, that, because that, even even monkeys, there there aren't really any. Mo- they can walk on their hind legs. Yeah, but they're not prone to. Yeah, their their bodies aren't still aren't straight. built like that. Yeah, and why not? If we evolved from them, that's a, why are they still yeah. here? Why are there still fish? Yeah, why are there still fish Everything that are still dumb evolved. as fuck? Every know. like, well, and, okay, and why so, do we have to cook the food here on Earth? Why do we have to make it different? If you see, see if you. Why see am I saying Earth, here on Earth? Like yeah, you never know, <laughs> but I even think about. Oh, see, that was that was a weird thought to me that you brought up. Yeah, why would they still exist? But think about your body as the Earth, right? It's oh, like, you didn't you didn't catch why? that if we evolved from them? Like, yeah, yeah. here's our ancestor. Like, they, I can like see him like in everyone the zoo. Would evolve at the same rate, but that would kill the rest. It's everyone. You need something to eat, right? Mm. It's just like your body, right? It's like 
you evolve to a species that it inhabits a lot of different molecules and cells that are single-celled organisms, right? Right. Just what we evolved from. Yes. So within our body, we have the very thing that people say we evolved from, right? Mm-hmm. So that, to me, that just proves why there has to be there has to be fish, there has to be animals, there has to be vegetation, so right. we can eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's a simple. It's a oversimplification. So you think it has to be in our DNA so we can consume some, it? Some cells are allowed to. You know, and some are not. Do you see? It's like I don't know what the okay. definition because we're not is, eating monkeys. You need single-celled organisms. We are not. You wouldn't monkeys. exist. Without People eat them, monkeys, right? Right. So it ha- some have to stay like that, and some can evolve. I don't. I don't know if it's environment or what chooses right. which ones get to evolve, but there's a hierarchy of cells. Right, and it's weird that we don't have a natural predator. Well, I wouldn't say that. Well, there are things here that can kill us. But we're smarter than them. Oh, well. What here is smarter than us that kills us that other than see, us? Though, right? Bacteria. They're, yeah, but that could be even our planet getting back at us for not being from here. Finally again, finding a way think, to kill us because we are an invasive species. Okay, think of, uh, think of the... Remember the bunny and the snake? We killed the snake the other day. I didn't like it. Yeah, to, to save bunnies. And imagine the last that, that little bunny, it had lived the equivalent of a lifetime to another species, you know, a few weeks to some flies. They don't make it a day. It's right. mayflies. Remember live a day. Okay. So the first time they met their predator was when they died. Right. Right. So for you to say that you don't have a predator just means that you're not about to die in okay. the nor- natural order of things. Like right before you're about to not be human anymore, you'll meet your predator because that's the first time and last time you meet him. Yeah, you know, like you could. There's no way of telling other bunnies, "Hey, snakes exist and they yeah. can eat your whole body." Like, there's no way of telling. Oh, that's well, I a mean, fucking like, theory, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, like things know. I feel like I don't know, but you understand what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like the human, human, humans have evolved do so much saying. to on the food chain. On the food chain, saying, yes, right, we are yeah. more intelligent than those beasts. We put them in cages and take our families yeah. to see them. Yeah, I was, I was so sad at the zoo. I went to the zoo a couple weeks ago. It's yeah, like, dude, those monkeys were so. They were like looking at the edge of windows, trying to like push silicone out. Like they had found a little hole and they were picking with yeah. their fingers. And they were about like I bet there were three weeks. If someone doesn't catch it, they're like three weeks from getting out. Because they had picked this little hole, and I'd seen this silicone windows, and they had picked it out, and they had gotten out to the corner, and they were like almost finger through that little corner of the window, and they would all they would jump around, and then they would go work on it. A few of them had it, and so they're like, well, they so know, smart, like, and they're trying to yes, escape. They're they, extremely intelligent, and it's like so it's sad. only so like maybe are we from the future? Are human beings? Yeah. Did we have to come That's back in time too. to a different like Earth? To restart it and try to do it better again, or yeah, which that doesn't and seem we're, likely. We're like we're <laughs> we've enslaved our actual ancestors. The only reasons we would come back is for selfish reasons. Humans are selfish beings, so we would have gone back to right. domineer. We like, well, there's there, there are theories that, that threatened us. Yeah, there are theories you know, that we like, came to Earth to rule. We came yeah. to Earth. To not have a natural predator. That one predator. would make more sense, just as human nature is. Right? It's like, like, we're going to go there, we're going to fuck everything yeah. up. I'm, even then, they were like, America! America. <laughs> America is a spirit, not a name. Yeah. <laughs> Early Earthlings oh. had that, yeah. Fuck everything. That's what America means. 
fuck you and fuck everything. Mm-hmm. And that's a terrible, uh, you know, I don't want to present like that. I may talk like that on songs, but. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I do feel like fuck everything, though, really. If you want to talk deep down, yeah. That's what we're meant. To, that's what we're meant to do. It's hard to like get away from your programming, right? Of like, fuck. That's just what it is. That's the word. This program never had a fuck. It's like either running, making love, yeah. killing, same feeling. Fuck. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> fuck. Yeah. That, <laughs> that is feeling. That envelops um, human nature. Envelops. Envelopes. <laughs> or envelopes. Mm. Now we're gonna get into like some kind of darker stuff. Um, deaths of NASA personnel. Oh. In a television program about the moon landing hoax allegations, Fox Entertainment Group mm, listed the deaths of ten astronauts and, two, and of two civilians related to the manned spaceflight program as having possibly been killed as part of a cover-up. Theodore oh. Freeman was killed ejecting from a T-38, which, which had suffered a bird strike in October 1964. Was it a bird or a drone? 60s drone pigeon bird. We did employ mm. pigeons to fly particular places. Yeah. Mm. Cover up or small bomb? Yeah, small I, bomb in the engine me, to look I'm like gonna, that? I'm going to quick mention quick a mention. story I didn't mention before. Okay. Um, quick mention on it was a commune. Mm. Um, Santa Cruz back, call back. And uh, they, they were really particular. They were great people. You know, they... Yeah. Uh, had a huge farm and uh, just grew everything, helped each other. Everyone took care of different chores and, you know, kind of like the Santa Cruz house. Yeah. But a little bigger. Right. That's awesome. And um, the, the man I met on there that reminded me of that, uh, he worked for a big car company, not going to mention mm. the name. <laughs> and he uh, eventually created a machine that would, uh, it would cut their cost in half. Oh, and he wanted to bring that to the consumer. He was a it was a water based. Uh, it wasn't a full. It was I think it was just a transmission. I don't think it was a full engine, but he had written hmm. books on it and things like that. But anyway, uh, he presented that to them. Uh, instantly fired. His house taken from him. Uh, wife disappeared. Child disappeared. Ended up on this commune hiding. Writing books about this trans, you know, this yeah. little trans writing his manifesto. I don't remember what it was. To leave behind exactly. when they got him. Yeah, damn. I and bet he, he hid it in a tree stump. Like <laughs> he sold it to people. He's oh. it, like that's how he made his money to help out. It was like he sold the book. I'm. I don't think he put his name on it, but was it how to like convert like, your transmission yeah. into like a water transmission? Yeah, that's awesome. It was something like that. It was really simple, and it just had step by step things, and he would give it to people, and he was an amazing guy, and he was an engineer, you know, so smart, and that just kind of reminded me of that of like what can happen wow. to people when Fuck. they uh, do good things, you know? Yep. And maybe you know, I'm gonna think about whether I should have said that later, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, we've got Elliot C. and Charlie Bassett, a T-38 crash in bad weather in February 1966. Hmm. Was it a crash? Or was it a bomb? Virgil, or Gus Grissom, Ed White, and Roger B. Chaff, uh, the Apollo 1 fire. They think that that was also a cover-up. Like purposeful explosion to, hmm. to be like, well, 
Whoopsie. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. Uh, hmm. um, Edward Ed Gibbons, a car accident. Or a bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. It's the end of everyone. <laughs> Clifton C.C. Williams killed ejecting from a T-38. Or ejecting from a bomb. This is the section called or bomb. Yeah, or a bomb. Yeah, <laughs> death. This will be a common what, what, Is it a, a natural death or disaster or a bomb from your government? Um, let's see. Michael J. Adams, an X-15 crash in November 1967. The only pilot killed during the X-15 flight test program. He was a test pilot, not a NASA astronaut, but had flown the X-15 above 50 miles. Ooh, that sounds like a Star Wars. It sounds like, huh? Fucking so. Yeah, but he was taken out. <laughs> X fifteen and like an X fifteen crash. It's like, and he's the only one to to die in the program. <clears throat> so maybe he got up a little high and saw something he wasn't supposed to see. Got, got, they got him down. Or something? They shot him. They, they or get, just, he got beep, up. Beep, he got up to space, and thing. then he like oh. he hit zero G's, and there was just a dude. He came up, and he was like, yeah, knocking on the window of the spacecraft or the jet, and was like, hey, bro. I need you to roll it down. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm going to need you to... This get- is Jetson's fucking real life <laughs> Jetson's life now. Um, Don't you know the world that you live in? Have you ever see. looked outside once? Uh, also among the deceased is Robert Henry Lawrence Jr. It was an F-104 crash in December 1967, shortly after being selected as a pilot with the United States Air Force. Um and it was the and he was a part of uh, their canceled manned orbiting la- uh, laboratory. Ooh, yeah. So I, I assume like that. that that's like the an, an orbiting laboratory, though. Well, I Let's... assume that that's like the precursor to the the space station. Yeah, program. Um, my own orbiting laboratory, though. Right? Get us. You're a too. you're a super villain. I'm a super villain without money, so I'm just an <laughs> asshole. Yeah. Okay. That's just what they call me. Yeah. All right. But if I had money. I'd be real smart. Yeah. You'd be, <laughs> I'd be real smart. I would, <laughs> I would invest in technologies. Yeah. Boom. Money. Third question. Corporate, <laughs> corporate sponsorship. Yeah. Profits. Profits. Yeah. Retire. Think about business. Thomas Ronald Barron was a North American aviation employee who died in an automobile collision with a train. Okay. A train. Bullshit. Or a bomb. <laughs> Um, I think the train had a bomb on it, and there was some, like, stripper dance on top. That's a way to get killed. But this was uh, April 27th, 1967. Before strippers. (laughs) Before strippers, and six days after testifying before Representative Olin E. Teague's House Subcommittee on NASA Oversight Hearing held at Cape Kennedy, Florida, concerning the Apollo 1 fire, after which he was fired. Oh, coincidence? Or bombs. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Now you're getting it. Now you're, <laughs> yeah. now, now you're in the game. Now you're in it. Uh, Barron was a quality control inspector who wrote a report critical of the Apollo program and was an outspoken critic after the Apollo 1 fire. Barron and his family were killed as their car was struck by a train at a Trucked train a crossing. Train. The deaths were an accident. Yeah, of course. Of course, these this truck by a train. Yeah, a guy was trucked just up, getting trucked up. Uh, let's so, see. like his person though, his own person, his own people's and not a car. <laughs> he like literally <clears throat> you. You know how easy it is to jump out of the way of a train. People do it every day. Like, how do you get like? There's <laughs> no car, way you get stuck. Get there's it, no way you get stuck. And there's no it. way that the train isn't like oh, meet no. me, meet me, meet me. Come you on. gotta get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what? 
It's like that uh, that it's scene. It's so beautiful. No one's yeah. ever seen a train this close. It's the scene from Austin Powers where <laughs> Michael McDonald from Mad TV is in front of the steamroller just going, No! Yeah. I don't understand. Would your shoe get stuck? Take off the shoe. Your leg is stuck? Cut off the leg. Get out of the way. This isn't a whole leg. It's a lot better movie. than just than Now just the dying. old villain, see, would tie you up on the train. Oh, yeah. And be all shaking. Yeah. Man, fucking gerbil through that <laughs> shit. Come on. <laughs> I'd get out of it. That's hilarious. I'm not trying to uh, test people, but I'd get out of that way of that train. Let's see. We've also got Brian D. Welch. Next Elite. video. What? What is it? What <laughs> we're is it? dodging trains. Dodging trains. <laughs> we're gonna go outside and we're gonna dodge trains. New new yep. videos for the channel. Uh, Brian D. Welch was a leading official in NASA's public affairs office and director of media services, and he died a few months after appearing in the media to debunk the Fox Pro hoax television show cited above. Mm, I like debunkers. He died at a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> or a bomb. Yeah. <laughs> the age of 42, which is kind of pretty About bomb age. <laughs> that is a bomb age. That is a bomb age. 42? That's my favorite number. 42? Yeah. Well, be easy, bro. You don't, like, we're talking about conspiracy theories. They're going to put a bomb in your oh. chest and you're going to have. I just like Douglas Adams, bro. Just a mini bomb to go. No, for real. Right I just like Douglas Adams. He's it, it, a good, interesting writer. Yeah. There's so many intelligent shades of blue. Mm. <laughs> mm. Now, now we're on to the, like, <coughs> my favorite thing. So. Oh. Is it weird? The alleged Stanley Kubrick involvement. Yeah, okay. Filmmaker Stanley Kubrick is accused of having produced much of the footage for Apollos 11 and 12, presumably because he had just directed 2001 A Space Odyssey, which is partly set on the moon and featured advanced special oh, effects. Yeah, okay. It has been claimed that when 2001 was in post-production in early 1968, NASA secretly approached Kubrick, Kubrick to direct the first three moon landings. The launch was... Oh, just the first thing that they switched to. <laughs> going to get better. Well, I mean, like, especially when they're not, like, they don't have to be that long, I don't think, you know? You mm. can just be like, duh, 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 transmission error. Yeah. Duh, 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 duh. Um, it's like, now nah, we need Steven Spielberg. We need to go Michael yeah. Bay the fourth time. We need explosions like, Kubrick, on the moon. But Kubrick was, is autistic yeah. as fuck and, He's, like, weird and totally would have been into that shit. Yeah. You know he would have been about <coughs> it. Uh, <coughs> we're talking about eyes wide shut, motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So, uh, the launch and splashdown would be real, but the spacecraft would stay in Earth orbit and fake footage broadcast as live from the moon. So they actually shot something up there, but nothing past that. Yeah. Everything else was in the studio. Um, no, like playing tennis with yourself. Yeah. So, and no evidence was offered for this theory, which overlooks many facts. <laughs> for, <laughs> for example, 2001 was released before the first Apollo landing, and Kubrick's depiction of the moon's surface is much different from its appearance in Apollo video, film, and photography. Because he was too exuberant, you know? He wanted to go well, out there with Well, you it. think he would have done more research and just kind of like dumbed it down? Or, no, he wanted to make his interpretation of the moon. Mm, At the right. end of the day, Stanley Kubrick is bigger than the government. In his eyes. Mm. That's what it comes down to. Yeah. Are you an artist? Are you crazy enough you to be an artist? artist? You an artist? You what got an artist? artist. You want to be outside and be an artist? I think a lot of insanity, a lot of insane people just are artists. Whatever they do. Okay, you think there are varying degrees to insanity? I believe that for sure. Have you ever heard of a dumb artist? 
I don't believe I don't, an artist. But then, oh, if you're dumb, are you getting sleepy? <laughs> Toby getting sleepy, blocking his face with his microphone. Um, Passed out for two seconds. It's cool. <laughs> I'm just going to shove eyes. Okay. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, Kubrick did hire Frederick Ordway and Harry Lange, both of whom had worked for NASA and major aerospace contractors, to work with him on 2001. Kubrick also used some of 50mm f0.7 lenses that were left over from a batch made by Zeiss for NASA. Zeiss for NASA? (laughs) Zeiss for NASA! (laughs) Or Zeiss, I don't know, it's Z-E-I-S-S. I like that. So it's a company that made the cameras for for NASA. I heard Zeiss for NASA. Zeiss is for NASA. Do you yeah. get it now? Do you see? I wasn't going that way. Do you see? Um, Aladdin. However, Let's talk about Aladdin. <laughs> oh, you mean that terrorist, Aladdin? No, let's, let's skip No, that. We'll come back to Walt Disney. Yeah, it's weird that he started out brown and then ended white at the end of the movie. It's weird. Hmm. His skin tone changes. Oh, when he was it's a king, fucked he was up. Fucked, yeah. yeah, it's super fucked. Zeiss for NASA. However, Kubrick only got this lens for Barry Lyndon in 1975. Mm. The lens was originally a still photo lens and needed changes to be used for motion filming. The mockumentary based on this idea, Dark Side of the Moon, could have fueled the conspiracy theory. Ah. This French mockumentary, uh, directed by William Carroll, was originally aired on Art Channel in 2002 with the title Operation Lune. Is that what uh, Pink Floyd's album based off of? Um, the name, at least. Perhaps. What year was this? Not that, um, two. Uh, I don't know when it would have. It, it says this aired in two thousand two, so I don't know. Um, so, so it may no. have been based off of the album. They per- the name, perhaps. Yeah. Um, they parodies conspiracy theories with faked interviews, stories of assassinations of Stanley Kubrick's assistants <laughs> by the CIA, and a variety of conspicuous mistakes, puns, and references to old movie characters inserted through the film as clues for the viewer. <laughs> Nevertheless, Operation Lune is still taken oh, as <laughs> at Lunia. face value by some conspiracy believers. Um, what was your shout out? Who's your shout out for, Toby? I now. All right, I'm sorry. An article entitled, uh, entitled Stanley Kubrick and the Moon Hoax appeared on, uh, on, uh, on Usenet in 1995 in the news group Alt Humor Best of Usenet. One passage on <laughs> it's got it's got hyphens. Uh, one passage on how Kubrick was supposedly coerced into the conspiracy reads: NASA further leveraged their position by threatening to publicly reveal the heavy involvement of Mr. Kubrick's younger brother Raoul with the American Raoul Kubrick. Yeah. Um, now, who was that? <laughs> now, tell me about Raoul. He sounds like ooh, he's debonair. He's a native of somewhere, just like everybody. Ooh, Raul Kubrick. Uh, yeah. What's he uh, do? Is he right? But this, Toby, this would have been an intolerable embarrassment for Mr. Kubrick. Oh, yeah. Especially since the release of Dr. Strangelove. Kubrick, oh. you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, mean you know? Since, especially since my last one. Uh, I can't just get exposed for the moon. Like this? Uh, come on. Kubrick That's had, a Thursday for that motherfucker. But apparently, Kubrick had no such brother. The article was a spoof oh, complete see? with a giveaway sentence describing Kubrick shooting Where the are moon you, Raul? I on you, location Raul? on the moon. Nevertheless, the claim was taken up in earnest. Clyde Lewis used it almost word for word, whereas Jay Widener gave the brother a more senior status within the party. 
No one knows uh, how the powers that be convinced Kubrick to direct the Apollo landings. Uh, maybe they had compromised Kubrick in some way. The fact is that his brother, Raoul Kubrick, was the head of the American Communist Party, may have been one of the avenues pursued by the government to get Stanley to cooperate. So maybe he had a brother named Raoul. Maybe he didn't. What? What were you whispering? I'm talking about... What do you want to talk about, Toby? How many? You've had so many. You've had oh. four. I've had four to my one. I'll beat you. You beat me. <laughs> Toby Toby won it drunk. No, I'm good. I'm good at that game. And we always start early, too, so it's, it's good. Good yeah, at start. It's good to. Yeah, for sure. All right. Um, well, so. We're almost where done. Where are we on the flag thing, though? We never touched you the never flag talked, thing. You never touched about the flag thing. Uh, so that, that's really like and... people. So I, I think that that's like proof that it was kind of fake. But other people are like, no, it just got wrinkled. And it would stay where it would be in the position. But in, you can see it. Just there's no wrinkled. atmosphere. There's no wind. What like, do you mean they like sewed it wrong? Well, it no, like they're them. like it was wrinkled and they put it up. Like when they shoved it into the ground, it caused a wrinkle. In it well, and it stood up. Well, it, or what? The, the gravity's still weak, but they still had to like stick it into the ground. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. when they stuck it into the ground, when they put that amount of force on it, it wrinkled it a little bit. So it looks like it's waving, but it's just wrinkled. My dick was on the moon. Damn, Toby. We almost <laughs> made it through a full episode. We almost made it through uh, a full damn. episode. Nah, just because I said it means it's true. And if I make a video, then no one can dispute me. Okay. So See, say it to I'm the world, proving. Toby. Look the world in that's the eye. That's what I'm proving. Look in that world eye, Toby. Look at the world in the eye, Toby. What? My dick is on the moon. Toby's dick's on the moon. So next um, week, uh, footage. Moon. Uh, in July 2009, Widener posted on his webpage, Secrets of the Shining, where he stated that Kubrick's The Shining is a veiled confession of his role in the scam project. This thesis oh, is that was, him going crazy from... Well, yeah, because you remember Danny, the little kid, when he's like wearing an Apollo 11 sweater. Yeah. Like straight up a sweater with a rocket on that says Apollo 11. Um, so he was Jack Nicholson, deep down? Yeah, I guess so. The 2015 movie Moonwalkers is a fictional account of a That's CIA agent. It's a fictional account of a CIA yeah. agent's claim of Kubrick's involvement. In December, it was cool, though. Yeah. That was a good, good in, movie. In December 2015, a video surfaced which allegedly shows Kubrick being interviewed shortly before his 1999 death. The video... Rep- purportedly shows the director confessing to T. Patrick Murray at the Apollo moon landings had been faked. Research quickly found, however, that the video was a hoax. Yeah. So who are these people that's like, I'm going to hoax you? You know, spending time out of their day. Come and hoax somebody. Mm. He's hoaxing ass. (laughs) So where do you fall at on the the moon landing? I don't have to pick a yes or no, right? No, you can just tell me what you think after... After hitting these theories and things. I told you ahead of time. Who cares? You just don't care. (laughs) All right. Well, um, no, I like, again, I'll say the same thing. I like learning. There's no way of knowing. Okay. I want to hear your answer. You want to hear my answer? Yeah. Uh, You know, I I have discrepancies. I don't think that those first landings were, part of me thinks that they were filmed just because of like the timing of them. 
like us being in the space yeah. race and the tensions yeah. with Russia, like I think that's reasonable. I think it's a move that they could do it. Was Stan- Stanley Kubrick involved? I don't know. That'd be ridiculous, <laughs> and I love that idea. That'd yeah. be fun. It'd be fun to believe. But because what is life but a tapestry for you to weave what yourself? Is life but a hallway that never. I mean, ends. like why? Why? And you just keep on. That's a Kubrickian. Yeah, <laughs> it's Kubrickian. Yeah. Um, what is life with a hallway but? With two twins standing at the end of it that you never can reach. Right. You can run and they run. They want and run. you to play so bad, but you just can never come play with them. Why didn't he? What would that mean? They couldn't kill you, they're spirits. Or maybe they'd just make him cross over, or maybe he'd exercise them. I don't know. Maybe he'd whip out sunglasses and. Men in black? Yeah, men in black. <laughs> uh, are you ready for fun facts, Toby? Okay. All right. Fun fact. Uh, Armstrong carried a piece of wood up to space with him from an airplane that belonged to the Wright brothers. What? Am I supposed to guess if this is real or not? I mean, it's... <laughs> yeah, sure. Go ahead. Are these all real in these fucking <laughs> Yes. <laughs> so, uh, not real. Yes, it was real. This all happened. All right. Uh, if Apollo 11 had failed, President Nixon had a speech ready. Yeah, you gotta have a speed train for everything. You gotta have accident uh, uh, insurance. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Also, like there was like a there was a piece in it where he was like uh, he was like the astronauts knew what was coming and they faced their death with great dignity and it's just like damn that didn't even happen and you just like talking like (laughs) so easy yeah and that's the Um, thing though yeah I'm gonna get one ready. no, never mind. <laughs> they say that Armstrong and Aldrin Not spent that. almost a full day on the moon's surface. Okay. It was shot in the head in a, a goose hunting game on N64. You remember that game? Yes, I remember. <laughs> you mean duck hunt? Oh, I thought it was geese. Yes, uh, geese hunt, geese hunt on N64, but it was duck I, hunt. I was a cheap ass motherfucker just too. The I'd NES. be like, up front and like pow pow. You just be on the screen. It's boring. It's boring. I'm gonna shoot the dog. <laughs> he always barks. Uh, let's see. I After returning to Earth, that. the astronauts I had to be placed into quarantine. What kind of quarantine? Uh, after landing on Earth, the three astronauts were promptly taken to a quarantine facility where they remained for 21 days. The reason behind this strange action was to prevent mm. contamination of any microorganisms carried by the crew from the moon as the astronauts were returning from a very uncharted territory. Or they could have been briefed for how they're supposed to talk to the public. You know what I'm saying? Nobody in the space program was sure whether or not it was the lo- or not the lunar surface was sterile. Of course, later studies confirmed the moon to be void of any forms of life. Bombs. Bombs. Or was it a bomb? Uh, let's see. The astronauts left pictures of human beings and the recordings of many languages on the moon's surface. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid as fuck. You get up there and just like pictures, like what kind of pictures are they having? It's a pictures? Nicki Minaj lyric. Yeah. <laughs> shit. Uh, man, that'd be some shit. What do we throw? Remember, we threw up the Beatles. What are we throwing up now? Remember the we threw up uh, something. What is it? What song did we throw up out into the radio space? I don't um, know. It was a Beatles song. Some, it was across the universe. Okay, don't even think I'm fucking with you because it okay. sounds right. It's no, right. I like that. Let's let's run with they that. They sent that back a long. They sent that out into space a long time ago. Just 
as far as they could. Paper cup. They're like, that's a paper cup. (laughs) (laughs) But what do we got to send next time? Let's vote. On what we gotta send next time? Yeah, because, Toby and I we're gonna send a rocket um, into space. What do we send? Not a rocket. No, we send radio signals oh, with a high power radio. We're gonna send a radio, radio signal into space. What do we send? What in? song? Yeah, yeah. Oh, because uh, before Eva, Eva Brayton, it was uh, the Beatles and who are there right now? Who's there right now? Where are we send? What do we send to show them what our society's like? Don't um, don't pick your favorite song. Pick probably, what we sound like as a society. What, what would you want to send up? I would send up like don't send up something good though. Is the point? Don't, don't send up send the up best of you. Good. Don't send, send up, up like some society, snarky puppy. We are sending up what society's actually like. I feel like okay, then it's you know gonna I mean? be fucking gotta be truthful. Cardi B and yep. um, send it up into space. Cardi B, <laughs> Bruno Mars, Kendrick Lamar. Like that's where yeah, that's where life is. Where our species come to, and I suppose Kanye, yes, Kanye would buy his way into it. Yeah. Nobody would want to give it to him because he <laughs> wants it so bad. Yeah. He hasn't. I mean, I guess he's earned it, but he would say something about it, which is why. No, yeah, he'd be like, "Hell yeah, you, I you, you tell me I can put my shit in space. I'm gonna put my shit. These beats is dope. I'm gonna put these beats oh, so in space." So we're gonna start uh, investing money into a huge satellite. Mm-hmm. And I just want to send these radio signals out. Oh, the biggest like, satellite. I want to take it back and like show them where we are now and see what they think. Yeah. Whoever's yeah, out what, there listening. What you, you never Why? know who's out there listening. What you think about us now, space peeps? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the astronauts had to declare what they brought back with them into customs. So they, they, they got into Earth's atmosphere, didn't die, landed in the ocean, got rescued, had to go straight to U.S. customs. <clears throat> And uh, they Good. were like, we got some. We they had to write on a sheet of paper that they they brought back moon rock and moon dust. So they brought like Molly and cocaine. Yeah, and the astronauts landed on the moon with only twenty five seconds of fuel to spare. It was a real race against the old. I think clock. like uh, crystal deposits. Dock. Hmm? Big like crystal deposits on any other planets that we know about that we can just go raid. Go raid for crystals. What are you going to do with the crystals? You know what I'm going to do. I'm going to build a house out of them. I, I'm going to build a house of crystals. <laughs> I will smooth out some of the edges so I can walk without stabbing myself. But all my walls need to be uh, formations, you know? Superman. Yeah. <laughs> and then, okay, so our last fun fact is uh, is my favorite because it's also a Mighty Boosh reference almost. Okay. Uh, let's see. Although there were three astronauts sent to the moon, only two of them actually stepped on it. The, so the three people that went Don't to Don't get out! Yeah. <laughs> so, Ronnie. His name was like something like that. No, his name was <laughs> Michael Collins. Um, uh, Mikey. Michael Collins. They call him Mikey to insult him. Mikey, get back in the get in the car, Mikey. <laughs> Mikey, get in the car. No, not a lot of stuff here. Mm-mm. This is for the Neils. This is for the long dicks. Yeah, <laughs> you stay in the craft. Yeah, that's all you get. <laughs> yeah, so that's or whatever. Yeah, dude, what? How can you settle on any idea really on this? Like, that's crazy. Yeah, it could go so many ways. You never know. So what do you guys think? What are your theories to posit? Do you think it was real? Or was it fake? Let us know. You can comment and like on YouTube. And you can also email us at lucidproductionspresents at gmail.com with your yeah. theories and suggestions of what we should do next. Or just next. show up where I work and ruin my day. <laughs> <laughs> or that. Great. Yeah. I like um, people. No. 
No. Um, yes. And you can uh, check out uh, Zena's art. Uh, oh yeah, let's today. Oh, see, this is relevant, and I put this up before I knew you. Yeah, about right. Landing. Yeah, Space Jam little session. Yeah, right Warner here. Brothers, all rights reserved. Yeah, <laughs> keep um, that. Take this. <laughs> you know what it is. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So get at us. Let us know what you'd like us to do next. Uh, Toby, we'll, we'll take suggestions for whatever you know. Just let us know. But Toby is going to do next week's topic. I- yeah, I don't know yet. And he's got to figure it okay, out. So, and so go, I'll take care of the news. There's no boundaries, next right? Week. Like I can, I can talk about any topic. I you want can, to. you can talk about any topic you want. We can do any okay. topic you want. Let's work on that. Let's work. No, you have to work on That's that. That's what I mean. <laughs> you have to do that. I did this one, yeah, uh, right. and I'll come up with the news. Yours was so uh, technical. It was technical. I'm a th- I think it was go, a lot of copy and pasting from Wikipedia, go, Toby. I'm go and articles. I'm hmm? go kid friendly. You're gonna go kid friendly. Yeah. I feel like it's gonna be like uber not kid friendly. I feel like you're gonna come in with some human centipede shit. Am I throwing now. you off? Yeah. Or am I, I setting you up? With you Is in this I'm state, I, I never know. You're a magician. <laughs> I will see. Kids. Magic. Uh, that. Oh no, I can't just say. That. David Blaine. Yeah, mind freak. You like David? Uh, I don't like David. No, Blaine. Chris Angel is the mind freak. Yeah, Chris Angel's mind David freak. Blaine's a little more classy about it. He, I feel like he has a copper field feel because he's like David Blaine's either autistic, yeah, or uh, like because something's. Some, I mean, that's probably is that an act I like that him he's like of that though. Like, no, I don't think it's an act. He's just kind of he's socially awkward, pull awkward this, but and that's how we learn magic. Pull this string out yeah. of my belly button. No, he's true. Cool. Chris Angel is the actor, button. I think. You know. Oh yeah, all his shit's fake. And Chris then, Chris yeah, Angel does like a Cirque du Soleil. He's like a subsidiary of Cirque du Soleil now. I want to see Copperfield and Dangerfield perform together, like a hologram, a hologram of Rodney <laughs> Dangerfield doing magic with. Yo, I'm David gonna pull a rabbit out of a hat. Okay. Copper. Yeah. Wait. Copper Dangerfield. <laughs> <laughs> Hologram of Rodney Dangerfield <laughs> <laughs> hiding. Yeah, dude, dude, Copperfield is amazing, right? He he could uh, replace a plane. He can make a plane disappear. Mm. Make an audience disappear. I'm gonna make this audience just get you high as hell on gas, and then move your ass like you've been mm. raped. Get your high on gas, <laughs> make you move your ass. Yeah, All dude. Right. On the side. Yeah, we're moving ass. I, I don't know if that's how we want this to go out, but it's how we're going to go out. Guys, get at us. Let I us know. Like, out. comment. This will be up on SoundCloud, and it will be on your Apple Podcasts. Um, we're thinking about ideas of like what we're going to do for merch down the line. We're trying to talk to sponsors. So if you want a sponsor, hit us up. <laughs> <laughs> Just oh, that plug that in there. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Alright guys, it's been fun. Uh, Get at us next week. We'll see what's up. We love you guys very much. Bye-bye. Goodbye! Toby's drunk. Yeah! Oh, now I realize being loud as hell.